once again to the Legion Reason Diversion. Uh, this is episode 253 for March, uh, what is it, 24th, uh, 2019. And uh, we have a bunch of things to talk about as usual. Uh, of course, there's the elephant in the room, the uh, hate slash terrorist attack in New Zealand. And we take a look at some of the, what uh, at least I consider to be bad reactions to to it <laughs> if i can say that um we have a bunch of stuff in catholic watch and uh oh i don't i don't know might as well get to it i don't i don't know where christine is yeah uh, i don't know um trying to keep an eye on it and see see if she comes uh up, up. I, I know she's around but anyhow uh yeah so you got a bunch of snow up in red deer we just we still have snow <laughs> there was the ice fog lately that made things kind of more interesting yeah it's... and then of course all the melting um piles of ice on the roads that are making some neighborhoods difficult to navigate mm-hmm. so they've been plowing but there was just so much and then i heard vermont got a ton of snow and more than us so i'm suddenly uh counting my blessings so to say well, this is the the uh, month that we get the most snow, anyway. Uh, mm, great. Anyway, uh, I guess we can get right to it. I guess start with the obvious place, and that is the attack on a on two mosques uh, by a, a lone gunman, uh, Australian. Uh, let me bring up the the piece here. Yeah, there we go. Uh, one of New Zealand's darkest days uh, killed 50 people. And it, this is a, a terrible, heinous act. Um, you know, there's nothing else you can say about this. And uh, you know, there should be you know, support for those that, that survived this. And I, I use the term survived in a literal sense because that's exactly what they did. Uh, and one brave soul uh, went after a after the gunman, and uh, he's he's fortunate actually that he wasn't killed. I think um, he managed to stop the third killing. Yeah, he did. Was... He did. There was a third mosque that was to be targeted. Um, so, of course, this this as as heinous as that is, um, I, I posted uh, a comment. Uh, on our Facebook page about how uh, how this shouldn't stop us or even slow us down for that matter in the fight against bad ideas and and I don't limit you know I, as bad as I think the ideas of Islam are you know uh, religion as a whole you know it, it's uh, it's the same, you know, from our perspective, it's the same. They're all, no religion is good. It's just some are worse than others. And I still think that Islam in general is worse than, than others. And what Catholicism do we call, hmm? what do we, what do we call the, this white supremacist hate movement that's 
causing. Uh, I don't know. This is a. a it's product. not a religion, but it's again, well, it's, it's a belief system in a way that they're superior and that these people are uh, oddly a threat to them when they they're not the ones shooting up churches. Yeah, it's kind of xenophobia. Uh, there's that, and of course, we always hear about all the nasty things that happen in the Islamic world. Uh, how many? Since 9-11, how many terrorist uh, attacks have happened that were religiously motivated uh, by Islam? And it's it's over 20,000. In the, mostly in their own countries, not in places like that's Australia true. and New Zealand. Right. So why and are these guys targeting peaceful well, they're making people that have escaped? violence they're making a false equivalence that they that these people these people are just trying to get away from the problem they're, they're not bringing usually not bringing it i mean it's, I, I would uh, say in in places like france and uh, and britain there it is causing problems there uh, here it, it's not a problem at all it's it's Canada, a form of xenophobia it's a false equivalence to you know all all muslims are terrorists kind of crap and well and it's just like i'm sure the christians would never uh, well you don't hear people equating these white supremacists to christianity being terrorists either these guys could very well be christians but you don't make that mistake with these men the way they are making that mistake with oh oh see you just gendered Muslims. them shame on you well they're mostly men <laughs> i've my, barely seen a woman in the bunch not all men <laughs> too bad the guy's shooting up Places are men. Yeah, typically, yes, they are. Yeah, gun violence is, is typically uh, a male thing. Uh, uh, women, it's more uh, shall we say devious. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's kind of it's it's hard to say because uh, I don't know what the statistics are on on violent uh, crimes committed by women. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's oddly not um, uh, shooting down a ton of people in a church. Yeah, this is not something that that uh, is going to be done by very many women. But that's not to say that there aren't women who are white, aren't white supremacists or are. I don't know why Or violent. That are or violent, but also they are white supremacists. I mean, it's, uh, mm -hmm. it crosses gender. I guess it's the man's job to shoot up the church, though, in amongst white supremacists. They're pretty sexist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, generally speaking, <laughs> I say yeah, that it's pretty... very tongue-in-cheek. Um, let's see, but there's some some reactions to this I'm not really thrilled about. And uh, here, here uh, this is a article that's written in uh, HuffPo. Islamophobia is a global crisis, and it's time we view it that way. Okay, we've already talked about how we dislike the term Islamophobia. I mean, it, it's it's nebulous, and it's generally it was it's basically an invented word uh, to, to stop conversation about about uh, the tenets of Islam that are not values which which. Uh, we we share with them. I mean, we, there's a lot of misogynistic stuff in there. There's, uh, I mean, the whole uh, modesty culture thing is just, I mean, awful. I think. I think it's a it's it's just yeah. 
It's just the mother load of bad ideas that Sam Harris says. And I, I just want to highlight a couple of things that that were said in, in this. Oh, come on. Now it's not going to show me all the hard work I did by highlighting these things, is it? No, no. Oh, no. I know. It, yeah, I use uh, highlighter uh, plugin for Chrome, and it, it's nice. It, it actually remem remembers mm. stuff that I've highlighted, and it, it did. Okay. So nice. it, it, it's not just a far right problem ah uh, uh here this, this is the highlighted text which is relevant to us but tackling islamophobia from liberal and left circles is trickier new atheists such as bill maher and sam harris both championed as progressives have been accused of perpetuating anti-muslim sentiments under the guise of intellectual debate huh? yeah i know it, it's like <laughs> yeah um, quote, uh, not only does the Muslim world have something in common with ISIS, it has too much in common with ISIS, unquote, proclaimed Mar in a 2014 episode of his HBO show. I agree. Does that make me an, a, a, a anti-Muslim bigot? I'll say the same damn thing about Christianity. Absolutely. Uh, if you think that there's the, that what ISIS was doing isn't straight out of the Quran, you're kidding yourself. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that there aren't people who have gone beyond that and become moderate. And that's generally the people that, that leave those countries because mm -hmm. of the, excuse the word, problematic nature of, of, of Islam and, and especially when it's Islamism. Um, anyway, uh, Harris voraciously opposed the construction of a mosque near the World Trade Center site in 2010, writing that its construction would be, quote, a sign that the liberal values of the West are synonymous with, with decadence and cowardice. I, I think it's in really bad taste to put a mosque there. Mm -hmm. Considering those people killed in yeah, the name of for religion, their religion. Yeah, absolutely. I Just, mean... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, why a church or a mosque or, or anything religious? I don't understand that. It, they have I a don't right understand. to do it. They have a right to do it, but, uh, well, they just wanted a, a someplace, I guess, near where they were working or whatever. I, I don't know what the motives were for, for, uh, for its uh, creation, but uh, it goes on. Uh, new Atheist... Richard Dawkins has also touted anti-Muslim stances under the premise of science and academic freedom. And this is the big, this is the whole problem I have with this, with this piece. These, these authors are conflating two very different things. They're conflating the criticism of, of the ideology of Islam with being anti-Muslim. Okay. Those are, those are very separate things. And this is the problem with the word Islamophobia. It, this, it's designed to do that. And so if you criticize Islam, you must be anti-Muslim. Well, that's garbage. And I take great, great umbrage to that because yeah. it's simply not true. Well, it's just like saying being anti-Christian be like anti-white or something. Yeah, just as ridiculous yeah it, it's it, it there are anti-muslim bigots out there absolutely they're all over especially in alberta 
But uh, if you denounce Islam, not, it doesn't make you an Islamophobe. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It's it's easy. It's a, it's a way to to shut down any criticism of of ideas. Religion. Yeah, of religious. Uh, just because an idea is religious doesn't make it any less an idea. And the, no, no idea is sacrosanct. No idea is above criticism, if especially when it needs it. <sighs> that's that's the whole problem with religion. You can't. There isn't that freedom of speech. There isn't that freedom of thought. And it doesn't matter if it's Islam. It doesn't matter if it's Christian. It's right. I don't know. I haven't found a religion yet where you're have free speech that well, is a very very B common Baha'i is pretty Baha'i is pretty good uh, is it common no <laughs> yeah no it's just not common it's, why are it's the most popular religions the most well, the anti-intellectual oh they're particularly terrible for that and it doesn't matter which one <laughs> yeah me personally I, I, I'm voodoo <laughs> that, that's cool do you make voodoo dolls i should <laughs> mm -hmm. jason kenny or something with 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 horns uh baron samdy uh, give a you know, have a drink for <laughs> baron samdy um yeah so this is a a problem with this is this is what makes this article terrible and american atheists put this out there as if there's nothing wrong with this I, I i have i fear for many organizations uh atheist and skeptics skeptical organizations that that social justice uh zealots i think that's a proper term they're they're zealots are are invading them and and just ruining it for the rest of us <laughs> i mean we've seen it cfi definitely CFI has, has it's just loaded with them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not too happy with uh, American atheists for putting up this this piece. Sue me. Um, it's a very this this Huffington Post article is very long. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it takes what well, maybe they didn't you know it was uh, TLDR uh, they didn't get to down to. Uh, the part about uh, new atheists, and I, yeah. I found it to be reprehensible that this is there's a difference between calling something, uh, as Richard Dawkins did, Islam is is the greatest force for evil force. today. That doesn't mean yeah. that mu all Muslims are evil. Okay. Yeah. And when Sam Harris says the difference between Christianity. And Islam is is that Christians don't take their religion seriously, and I agree. They don't. They don't go. Generally speaking, of course, there are incidents, <laughs> uh, shootings at at abortion clinics. But but they're still bugging everybody not, at abortion not, clinics. Still reprehensible. But yeah, what, they're not actually killing. Yeah, they're, they're not killing uh, ex Christians with machetes. <laughs> And it pisses me off that that people just can't. I mean, I know nuance doesn't exist anymore in in discourse. It, yeah. In fact, the word it's itself doesn't exist. It's it's yeah. It's all or nothing. There's no nuance. There's no no understanding that 
criticizing ideas is not the same as disrespecting people. I mean, that's, I don't know. I weep for and the, the future. The person that did this, he, his, I guess, well, uh, hate is, is, goes beyond this so-called Islamophobia. I'm sorry. It just, there, there is. Oh yeah. There's this, I mean, if there is such a thing as a fear of Muslims, uh, yeah, this obviously was it. This person was trying to create, doing the same thing as the uh, other shooters do, try, try to create not, wars between demographics. It never yeah, works. Yeah, it's not anywhere <laughs> near. This is a false equivalence when they talk about Richard Dawkins, another high-influence atheist, for lack of better description at the moment. Uh False equivalence, completely. Comparing that kind of murdering, hating, disgusting slime of a human being to someone that just calls out yeah. Islam yeah, that, that's in this a... article is particularly disturbing. Well, that's exactly what the word Islamophobia was invented to do. It, it lumps in people who criticize the ideas contained in Islamism with anti-Muslim bigotry. And yeah. that's ridic ridiculous. It, it, it's garbage. And I, so I remember this article, as long as it is, is pretty reprehensible. Well, I, I focused in on that one part because, you know, they're talking about us. And I'm, I'm looking not... at the rest of it, shaking my head though. Oh yeah, I I, I was, I was. I, that was I can't remember. I've, I've read the whole thing, but I don't remember what else is in it. I mean, they, they do talk about some things like uh, I don't think that banning the hijab is is a good idea. But it's it don't it, don't take that to mean that I'm okay with normalizing it because I'm not. <laughs> There's again nuance nuance right. Uh, I, I want to convince people to not wear that damn thing. Well, and this other part of the restricting Muslim immigration is that simply racism or why do they want to slap Islamophobia on top of that? That they're a particular Muslims. They're, it, it's not a race, but it's no, it's not. So. It's, it's still, it's racism. You're slapping a label on someone, calling them evil just for the color of their skin and where they're coming from. Right. So. Uh, especially when we actually need uh, immigration in order to fill a lot of jobs. And keep our economy strong. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's actually very important to our economy. Uh, then there's the other piece that that uh, this one, this is in Slate. Uh, the Christchurch shootings should implicate all white Australians. Oh my word! Okay, that's just as that's so hypocritical. It's like calling all Muslims bad because of Islam, and calling all exactly. white people bad Except because of one freaking terrorist. It's self-loathing behavior, right? That that it's not calling somebody else uh, a terrorist because they happen to be followers of, of Muhammad. It's saying, oh, we're all, we're white, so we're all guilty. This whole collective guilt thing is just sickening. 
stop I'm it. Sorry, but I don't have a gun, and I don't go around equating people to yeah. religion. It's, taking, it's trying to take responsibility for somebody else's actions, and that is wrong. Okay, the the now he was definitely emboldened by a lot of the stuff that's been on on uh, the internet, but that in itself has been has come to the fore because uh, of, of pushing it down and and to where you can't see it and believing that that's taking care of the problem. The problem with that is that these ideas, uh, when they're not challenged, just they're obviously like festering. Yeah, totally, totally festers. It it it's bubbling up, and then as soon as uh, Donald Trump is not the problem. Donald Trump is just a symptom. He's just yeah. I mean, the fact that this terrorist mentioned Donald Trump shouldn't he be saying all white people then instead of just Australians? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. Why and why just Australians? Why why not limit why limit it there? Why not just say every single white person in the world is is evil, just mm -hmm. because of the the lack of melanin in one's skin? Oh, come on. And and the, this, okay, so this is how far this article goes. We are, are a nation born of shame. A white majority Australia exists only as a result of genocidal invasion. Uh, that's a bit a bit hyperbolic um well I, uh, okay the past so again <laughs> you know, that's so history. how long do you bear this shame i yeah, mean exactly. you can't go in the past and smack your ancestors how long how far in the past does it have to be before these kinds of things are, can't be used as a bludgeon anymore you know it's it's this, these people like people like this don't see how much they contribute to the problem yeah saying that just they do not get it so yeah she also wrote uh here uh quoting here i'm a white australian i know that blaming myself oh no i gotta do this i gotta do this <laughs> i gotta do it here we go i'm a white australian i know that blaming myself and my cohort is illogical you think but I can't escape the feeling that all of white Australia is implicated in the deaths—a white majority that has fomented and let foment hate. Though he may have labeled himself a European, twenty-eight-year-old Branton Tarrant was an Aussie through and through, growing up in a country town north of Sydney, steeped in mainstream Australian racism and our particular national brand of Islamophobia. Oh, there's that word again. They have their own brand of Islamophobia now, really. Yeah. Compared to what? And, you know, how soon they forget the attacks in Bali, you know, where a lot of Australians uh, uh, vacation. And it, the world is troubled. This is not helping. <laughs> this is just... Yeah, I don't know. It's just self-loathing behavior. And, and what's it going to solve? I keep asking, if you do this, how are you helping? Yeah. How how are you going to yeah. talk to the people that are, are shooting up mosques by doing this? I think, I think she's trying to make herself a victim here. 
you know yeah uh, it's stealing the thunder culture. yeah yeah absolutely and and just focusing it's all about you that's well, no, just as bad as the guy who shot up the church i'm sorry well you know he, he made himself but... <laughs> a victim yeah i gotta kill these people because they're a threat to me yeah yeah uh, it's yeah it's just weird yeah um and then then there's this this is the part that i i really hate this women in new zealand are donning headscarves to remember mosque shooting victims Okay, you don't need... Okay, first... What you're wearing is a headscarf. What they're wearing <laughs> is a hijab. Do you understand the yeah. difference, people? Nope, they don't. <laughs> One can be taken off or, or worn however you see fit. Okay, it's a fashion statement, a, 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 an accoutrement. The hijab isn't. Okay, the hijab is, is an outward expression of modesty culture which i find in intensely distasteful and and here's the the cnn this is a, C, a cnn piece uh i'm quoting here wearing a hijab is an islamic tradition it's not a tradition it's... that many muslim women decide decide to practice Oh, wow. 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 We're redefining <laughs> this whole culture now as a choice. Do okay. women in Iran decide to practice this? No, they do not. They, hundreds of millions of women in the world, you just spat in their face saying that. In fact, these women are doing that. You don't have to don a headscarf to remember the victims. Or show support. Or show support. I, it's... Yeah, I heard it on CBC. CBC, the, uh, Ian Hadaman Singh was saying this is such a wonderful gesture. And I'm like, I don't think so. The women uh, who can't speak out about it, you're not yeah, going to hear from them. Because they're in prison. Mm. Uh, you know, it was a human rights uh, lawyer that was recently, who represented women that, that took off the hijab in, in public. She got 38 years and 100... Uh, this is the thing I don't understand. Is there something specifically interesting about the number 148, uh, 148 lashes? No. I don't understand. Maybe there's uh, in the Arabic uh, or numerical system. I don't know. Uh, I just, yeah, they, they do, to CNN's credit, they did talk about uh, uh, the backlash. And I think that here's what was said in the CNR article not everyone is on board with the movement the headscarf for harmony campaign is facing backlash on social media from people who consider the hijab to be a sign of female oppression which it very much yeah, is not a choice <laughs> hello and you're talk, saying it's a choice sorry talk it's to ex-muslim women about this it's even here it's not necessarily a choice uh, oh men, and um they they simply say in brackets Muslim women can't take off their hijabs in front of strange, strange men, men as yeah. it contradicts the practice. They can't go outside. Well, they can't. They yeah, can't. not without a male chaperone. Uh, they they can't take it off unless they're in at home. There's a difference. Yeah. Uh, they this is this yeah, the, 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 what do you call that it's, when you're it's making something less than what it is oh, i mean oh oh it yeah. diminishes it yeah 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 totally 
Um, it, it's yeah, one Muslim New Zealand man shared his perspective, ah, his positive opinion on the headscarf initiative. Of course he does, because he, <laughs> he well, doesn't know I either. Say it, but you know what? You're you're you occupy the patriarchal position in 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 the Islamic world. It's beautiful and not disrespectful, but <laughs> to who? To all, to how about the, all those women who who languish in in Iranian prisons or Saudi prisons because they dared show a strand of hair? <laughs> uh, well, it just speaks to the ignorance. Um... It's willful ignorance. It's a, uh, <clears throat> and it's excused. You know, this is the thing I hate. I don't really really dislike about the alt left, and uh, and that is, they would criticize. This stuff, it, if it was any other religion, but when it's Islam, <laughs> it's all of a sudden anti-Muslim bigotry to criticize it. It's just a crazy world. <sighs> anyway, uh, that's the, kind of the question for the day. What do, what do people out there think? Um, let me about the the whole headscarf showing the headscarf uh, as. Uh, in support of of Muslims in in New Zealand. New Zealand. And I'm gonna put up the big number. There we go. Yeah. If it, anybody wants to phone in, it's one five eight seven two eight eight one zero six seven. And love to to hear hear your thoughts on that. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll continue on. Uh, which one do we want to go to now? Where do we want to go? You want to go to Catholic Watch? Want to go to Black Tracts? Uh, Got more Catholic Watch open. There were a lot of links, so my computer kind of hiccuped. Oh yeah. Something them all. If you're using Chrome, it, it it it's basically creating new instances of Chrome. It takes up a huge amount of memory. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. There are some alternatives you can use, but. Uh, Anyway, uh, well, we'll go with. Are you? You've, have you got all the stories up? So I can. Um, as many as I could. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll go to uh, uh, Catholic Watch here. The Legion of Reasons Catholic Watch. <laughs> ah, I love that uh, new new bumper. And uh, where we got here, so starting with, uh, uh, oh yeah, so somebody tried to stab a priest in Montreal. Uh, it was on a live video feed, and uh, he was he just suffered minor injuries. Uh, he, he, this is not a, you know, as much as I dislike the Catholic Catholic Church, it would never even occur to me to do this. Um, and the, uh, uh, it was, it was Montreal resident Vlad Christian Arimia, uh, who's 26 and he's been charged with attempted murder and assault with a weapon. And he's, uh, being held over for psychiatric or psychosocial evaluation, uh, to, you know, uh, test competency, I guess, uh, no news on the motive yet. But you yeah. know what? Everybody, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? <laughs> uh, 
revenge for for molestation and who knows we don't know uh so that that's just a well i'll keep uh, an eye on that story um okay where is it yeah here west virginia west virginia sues bishop and uh diocese over sex abuse and this is the interesting part they're using consumer protection legislation very very interesting uh, and in the uh, lawsuit, uh, the attorney general filed uh, it said that they knowingly employed pedophiles and it's uh, it's an interesting tactic uh, it's accusing the church leaders of violating a consumer protection law a statute that is more commonly applied to companies not religious institutions so they basically we're talking about uh, Bible camps offering a safe place for children <laughs> so that was the claim and at the same time knowingly putting pedophiles in positions of power at these at these Bible camps which is a very novel approach to to uh, prosecution of of the church of the over these uh, uh, so they allege that the diocese and bishop knowingly implied uh, employed pedophiles at catholic schools and camps but did not disclose to parents the danger of sending their children to these programs which advertised safe environments the suit also says that church officials did not conduct adequate background checks for employees of catholic schools and camps no surprise there yeah so any any parent that paid tuition was paying for a safe place for their kids to go and have have a good time and learn to be more judgmental um <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, yeah so it's it's so it's rather novel it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how this uh, pans out well, and I like the last paragraph here. Religious institutions are not usually subject to rules governing consumer protection, in part because they might be protected by freedom of religion, said Nicholas P. Cafardi, a prominent canon lawyer in Pennsylvania. What would people canon think lawyer, if that was... Yeah, canon, Sharia law, canon law. Nobody, What's the difference? Nobody gives Come a on. damn about canon law. It doesn't apply. And people get particularly offended about Sharia law. Why isn't canon law just as offensive? Yes, particularly when it comes to protection of, of pedophile Kids. priests. It's, oh it's crazy. God. Speaking of Be pedophile priests. French, remember that we talked about... Uh, oh, uh, no, I guess I'll, that's not this story. This is a story, this one... Yeah, this is a really sick story. Uh, French priest say, says children abused by Catholic Church were seeking tenderness. Um, yeah, so, so are they blaming the parents now here? No, no, no. They're, that's they're, it's they're definitely the blaming kids. somebody. The kids, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Alain but if Delab, they weren't getting tenderness at home, yeah, but, just yeah. just wait until you until you hear this. Uh, Alain de la Morande. <laughs> Uh, sparked a storm of debate on social media with his comments on the program Audrey and Company, which was broadcast on the news channel La Chaine Info uh, on, uh, I guess, um, a couple weeks ago. Um, 
so the there was a panel. I mean, a panel. Yeah, it was a panel discussion about child abuse in the church. And this guy is a, and, and they were talking about uh, Cardinal Philippe Barberin, uh covering up sex. He was uh, convicted of covering up sexual abuse. And we'll have a story about that later, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, this this guy is a, a 80 plus year old, 83 year old priest uh, in uh, a diocese outside of Paris. He said this, uh, we always have the impression that it is a rape, which fucking is uh that there is violence it is <laughs> but i oh i no i gotta do this again i gotta uh, i have to do the uh let's try oh here we go we always have the impression that it is a rape that there is violence but i do not always think so according to what i have heard a child instinctively seeks tenderness from a man or a woman and often there are children who lack tenderness in their lives that's <laughs> blaming the parents not quite just wait but the child is going to look for tenderness you have all seen that a child can come and kiss you on the mouth what <laughs> And oh I'm my like, God. So, so therefore they were molested. Well, you fucking Be bastard. See, they came on to me. It's his fault. A little, yeah, blaming. Well, yeah, it's blaming the kids too. <laughs> Why is there? Even he was a asking debate? for it. Yeah, exactly. He came looking for tenderness, so I unzip my pants Put my and my dick in his mouth. Saw, yeah, you know, saw. Come on, what the fuck? I don't, I don't call that tenderness, you dumbasses. And Especially, if you do, yeah. you're sick ass. And, and this guy is definitely sick. When I, the host was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, Whoops, seriously, why did we I, pick this guy? Oh, where? Yeah, what a douchebag. Uh, and I think maybe you should take a closer look at his history. Yeah, um, if he's going to justify this crap by blaming yeah, the kids he, he's, again. He's, a lack of tenderness in the home yeah saying something like that that's that's smoke uh could very well be fire arch yeah. the archbishop of paris uh michel le petit said on twitter that he distanced himself from what the priest said and that uh, he absolutely condemns his comments well that's something uh now do it in the pulpit mm. okay and do hell do it in the seminaries that's what it really needs to be where they, these guys are, are are you know brought up Ugh. yeah what a what a piece of shit like just truly disgusting and speaking okay of, folks uh, you send your kids to church and uh yeah. they're the ones asking for it by kissing priests on the mouth yep has anybody ever seen that seriously and and I love I that quite... according to what I heard. Like, I hear lots of things. I don't believe everything I hear. Mm. <sighs> Where'd you hear that from? Yeah, exactly. Where is that? What what uh, psycho child psychology course did you get that from? Uh, whoops! Shut up. Okay. <laughs> uh, I really don't care if it's charging. <laughs> Stupid. That's my speakers. Uh, Speaking of uh, Barbarin, the, the French cardinal that was a, was a, uh, convicted of, of failing to report a known uh, 
predator priest. Hey, they actually use the word predator priest in the Global Mail. Love it. To police. Uh, yeah, so after the the priest was convicted, he, or uh, cardinal, he's a cardinal, uh, he tendered his resignation. And because he's appealing the sentence, the Pope refused to accept it. He's convicted, but hey, well, he's appealing, so maybe he's really innocent after all. And so we'll 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 just uh, hold on to that that resignation letter and file it. Like, <laughs> what a slap in the face to to victims. And it was they they took it as a slap in the face. It's it's terrible. Like once a guy is convicted, I think you have you shouldn't be allowing that person to remain in that position certainly not in a position of authority over other priests <laughs> or handling handling uh, accusations of, of priestly pedophilia uh, the french court found that barbaran had an obligation to report the reverend bernard Prenat to civil authorities when he learned of the of his abuse of his abusing i think as well. <laughs> he was he was getting abused he, he was doing the abusing Prenat, who is scheduled to be tried on sexual violence charges next year, confessed, confessed to abusing Boy Scouts in the 1970s and 80s. His victims accused Barbaran and other church authorities of covering up for him for years. And Oy. seems like a, a jury agreed. Uh, so you know, the reaction, of course, has been pretty, particularly by, by victims' rights groups, been pretty uh, negative. Uh, uh, Bertrand Verrou, uh, himself a victim and co-founder of the association La Parole Libérée, uh, told France Info Radio he doesn't understand Francis Francis's decision and doesn't expect anything anymore from the church. And well. yeah, <laughs> she. I, I don't understand why would you even in the first place expect anything. But anyway, he noted the disconnect between the strong words pronounced a few weeks ago that might have given hope to victims and to those who want some change within the church and the daily reality in the church. In other words, the, the words and the actions don't line up. But anyway, uh, despite all of that, uh, Pope Francis... Oh no! Yeah, so he's he's turned down the resignation of uh, Philippe uh, Barbarin. So uh, just because the guy, even though the this cardinal was convicted of not reporting a pedophile priest to the the uh, police, oh, but he's well, I won't accept his resignation until after the appeal. He's been convicted. You know, <laughs> like well, what more? One more, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, there's evidence. At the very least, rem you know, temporarily remove him from his position. Like, to to just say, oh well, we'll just wait. Maybe maybe you really are innocent and all that. Like, you know, there. What do you do? Yeah. Uh, um, there's one more story, and I gotta find it here. It's uh, it's so ironic. Come on, come on, come on. Nope. Um, oh, I f we forgot to talk about uh, 
the uh, Shireen Abal Wahab musician. Oh, well, we'll get to that. <clears throat> Maybe we'll cover okay. it in uh, Iron Islam. Uh, How about the far right Australian? No, we're we're still actually in the uh, Catholic Watch. There's a something that I want to bring up. It's I might not have brought it up. Damn it! It was the Pope uh, talking about. Uh, corruption, which I thought was oh. true irony. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can... The Catholic Register? Yeah, that that's the one. The Catholic Register is, uh, reported on this. Um, there we go. We were talking about that a little <clears throat> bit, but nobody can hear us. I think. Yeah, so corruption, this is from the Pope. Corruption is a devastating cancer harming society. Wow. Self-awareness, dude. You might want to, you know, I'll give you a quarter. Go buy some. So I don't understand their definition of corruption. So what's their definition of corruption? Oh, basically taking bribes, I guess. That kind of thing. Um, it, it's just weird. I mean, this is the, the Pope. It's, it's, the, it's the most corrupt organization on the planet even worse than so, the uh, uh, international olympic committee and, and, and he's something. talking about society as a whole <sighs> okay yeah hmm. so uh, he says christians believe jesus himself is urging us to i don't know sorry i think i'll do it and uh, <laughs> uh pick a voice here i'll pick a voice i i, I i've done chipmunk uh, yeah, this is more uh, anything kind of ironic. I don't have anything for irony. <laughs> uh, Hypocrisy. I don't know. I'm to, kind of, kind of evil. <laughs> yeah, kind of evil. I could do the zombie. Oh, yeah, let's try zombie. Well. Christians believe Jesus himself is urging us to openly face this evil and to go to the roots of, the, of problems. He teaches us to personally pay the price in this fight, not out of pursuing an unrealistic heroism and undisguised attention-seeking, but with the humble tenacity of a person who does his or her job, often hidden, resisting the pressures of the world. <laughs> wow. There you go. Okay. So what's he talking about specifically? Uh, good question. I'm not even really sure, but if you talk, if you want to look at corruption, look at the, the curia in, in the Vatican. I mean, uh, the, the curia is the, the, uh, uh, Catholic churches. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the, uh, bureaucracy. There we go. And Assets used real... irresponsibly. Yeah, the the, the real. Well, power you have a bunch of gold knickknacks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't really care. Uh, coming from him talking about corruption, I just think is just wow. And 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 society as a whole. Pot kettle black. There you go. Pretty funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. It it'd be funny if it wasn't wasn't so damn. So, I, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so where where to now? Uh, we're finished with Catholic Watch. Uh, can do Quack Tracks, Iron Islam, Regressive Left. We kind of did the Regressive Left with some of the responses to the attack in New Zealand. And then Islam is kind of related, so Iron Islam's a good seg. Yeah, I, I suppose we. Well, yeah, I can do Iron Islam. Let's take a look at the new bumper. Yay! <laughs> the Legion of Reason presents. I on Islam. Wow, I love playing mm -hmm. with with uh, uh, stuff like that. Visual effects. Um, yeah. Uh, so there's one here that we're gonna start. Where is it? No, not fair women. Uh, there we go. This is from uh, Egypt Independent. Uh, Shireen Abel Wahab is, is a, she's a performer and she's been banned from performing in Egypt. And just wait until you hear why. <laughs> uh, the mu musician syndicate in Egypt led by artist uh, Hani Shaker uh, banned renowned Egyptian singer Shireen Abdel Wahab from performing in Egypt in addition to scheduling a disciplinary hearing, a meeting on March 27th to investigate the claims brought against her regarding her latest controversial statement at a concert in Bahrain. Egyptian lawyer Samir Sabri filed a, com a recent complaint against her for insulting Egypt. Ooh, no. no. How dare she <laughs> say it ain't so. Uh, spreading false news. Okay, uh, we'll get to that one in, in a moment. And inviting suspicious human rights organizations to interfere in Egypt's affairs. What? <laughs> suspicious human rights organizations. Human rights. Bloody hell. Wow. I bet human the... rights are just bad. Uh, yeah, I bet you Amnesty International <laughs> has never been called that. Uh, Sabri's legal complaint, complaint uh, claimed that Shireen devastated, devastated, I love this, devastated Egypt's reputation with her recent statement at a concert in Bahrain where she stated, uh, and here's where the whole uh, uh, spreading false news thing is, is very ironic. Uh, <laughs> she stated, here I can say whatever I want. In Egypt, anyone who talks oh gets God. imprisoned, according to Sabri. <laughs> so the, so what the response is to... Yeah, the response is to right. silence her. Oh. Good job, guys. Uh, it gets even funnier. Uh, Shireen's last mistake. Oh, no, no, I can't, can't do that. Let's, let's, let's do this in Chipmunk. Uh, <laughs> Shireen's last mistake making fun of the Nile River was a big one. And here is another catastrophe. Her statement angered Bahrainis more than Egyptians themselves because they love Egypt. Drinking its water may lead to parasitic infections. Hmm. Why would you say that about a river? I yeah, no kidding. She no. telling people not to get sick. Oh, mm. wow. <laughs> just... uh, we we talk about our rivers like that all the time because there's deer poop and everything else in it. Come on. Yeah, and apparently he this this guy took the. So they want to the... pretend their water doesn't make people sick. No kidding. Jeez, they do. Yeah, it's. It's used for irrigation and and run you know the runoff is, you know, nasty and and 
Yeah, so, all rivers so contain parasites. Go out into the mountains here and and you know. Oh yeah, you'll get diarrhea if you just. Yeah, beaver yeah. fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it, we won't get pulled into court for saying that. Uh, unlike her, who said if we say stuff like that, you get pulled into court. And guess what they well, do? Not court, but <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, her. I guess. Uh, I guess it's akin to the uh, some kind of musicians' guild. Um, oh, okay. So disciplinary meeting. We'll see. We, we, I mean, it's early days yet. Who knows? Maybe she will be put in front of a court. Put, uh, and, so and she's this, banned from. Yeah, she's performing in Egypt. Uh, by she, the. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, and and this is before any any hearing too, and she hasn't even had a hearing yet. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, that's just hilarious. You just can't can't make this shit up. Uh, and here in Calgary, I mean, this goes back to the yeah. New Zealand attacks and and the response. Uh, Armin Navabi was supposed to be to well, he did talk here in Calgary a couple of days ago. Just and not. And it was at but, one yeah, place. yeah. I was scheduled uh, to be at Mount Royal University, and the the university in uh you know uh this is what they said on uh, social social, ah, social media quote uh, in light of the shooting last week and the responses to the event we have received from students and staff we are going to have to cancel hosting your event with armin on campus on thursday and as a result armin said i've been deplatformed again which you know true um and the atheist society of calgary uh, posted uh, uh, they said uh, they f- they feel that uh, to cancel this event communicates to terrorists in general that these tactics will accomplish their objectives particularly um, yeah. since this guy is an is he's an atheist isn't he yes, an he is. ex-islam yeah. he's an ex-muslim who if he were to travel <laughs> to certain places would his life would be threatened in, in a very real way so and how would but you can't say this that because it's Islamic show Islamic. support for New Zealanders that were Islamic when he's not Islamic and uh, are they know. equating it's it's tortuous and twisted logic I, I think it's not the first time that's happened to him he was recently the subject of a feature article in Cherwell, uh, a weekly student paper published by the students of Oxford University in the UK. However, the article was withheld from online publications on the grounds that Navabi's comments about atheism and uh, against Islam might be considered offensive. I mean, I should. Good. They should have sent Stephen Fry after after them for that because I love what Stephen Fry says about uh, offense. Uh, <laughs> His response is, so fucking what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I agree. It, offense is, is not a reason to so do So are they equating this poor guy to the guy who shot up the mosque or something? Like, yeah. uh, like what, what? I don't understand why preventing someone from speaking does anything. Yeah, well, I guess they uh, particularly probably feel safe atheist... or something silly like that. Why? Why are they picking on atheists? 
Well, anti anti uh, Islamic atheists, but I'm an anti Islamic atheist. Yeah. Uh, I, I bet you. I'm anti Christian too. I'm anti uh, really? Judaism. I'm anti Jain. I'm anti Buddhism <laughs> as part of the religion. The, eh, even the philosophy is kind of, eh. uh, you know. Yeah. That's not you know. If people are offended by that, well, so fucking what. So now they've made the problem worse. You can't not yeah. be as Islamic. This is, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah. yeah, this is just being uh, overly sensitive to to things. And the world keeps on moving, okay? And they they said he'd be welcome at back at any time, you know, other than this time. And I'm just like, well, sure, but it doesn't matter. He's scheduled to be here at that time. The event ca continued anyway at, at uh, uh, Sea Space. Uh, well, a, shame a, a South on South Calgary Arts uh, good, institution, but shame so on this. But it had to be; they had to move things over pretty quickly. I mean, it was like the same day or or the day before or something. Yeah. So. Do they even mention the venue in there? I'm looking for it, and I'm not. Yeah, it was, it was it. Uh, Mount Royal University was the original venue, and then Sea Space was when it where it moved to and yeah so that no. was, yeah i think that's all i got for ion islam I mean, we covered the you'll have to sorry folks for the audio issues we'll have to go back to the audio for the um, catholic watch yeah for for all the catholic watch and the stuff I, we talked about on some of the stuff that we talked about on new zealand and the aftermath and the, some of the really asinine responses to, to a, you know, it's a heinous crime. Well, uh, didn't you have that uh, guy who got egged in here? Oh, yeah. I, this is something. Don't do this, people. Don't ever do this. <laughs> it was a, um Australian senator uh, that got egged for, you know, he made reprehensible Racist. comments. Absolutely. Yes, but... Shame on this little punk who who basically cracked an egg on on this guy's head for for stealing that. Okay? You just bought him some sympathy and And, and it wasn't it, worth not, it because now you're in discourse. trouble. Yeah. They released him, but uh you know, that's that is violence just because it's an egg. This is an act of violence, and it's assault. He should have been charged, and I, 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 I think the the uh, that Australian police should have charged him. They're they're just fearing the public response because a lot of people, you know, I don't have a bit of sympathy for this guy, not one shred, but don't do it <laughs> okay just don't this is better not ways to make discourse. a statement against what he said there, yeah there are far more effective ways to counter bad ideas this ain't this doesn't even make my long list let alone my short list idiot it's the same thing with the guy that punched uh what's his name richard spencer he, he should have been they should have found him and charged them yeah, that's, well, you should have been not acceptable. That's not, we're supposed kinda... to be better than them. <laughs> mm -hmm. That is not better. 
that's worse. Nope. It was kind of fun to watch, though, but... <laughs> yeah, like I say, I don't feel a bit of sympathy for him, but I don't, you know, it's... It, it don't condone takes it. Away. No, I'm not at all. I don't condone it yeah. at all. And <laughs> I don't care what the guy said. In fact, it takes the focus away from what he said. And that's the biggest problem. And then makes, it. makes everybody else look bad. Yeah, yeah. I am not with him. Sorry. Uh, yeah, enough said about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the, the quad tracks, yeah. It's time for... <laughs> quack tracks. Yeah, quack tracks. Uh, <laughs> of course, we're going back to the uh, anti-vaccination crowd again. Uh, here, here, this is uh, this is uh, an Italian legislator. He, anti-vaccination legislation advocate hospitalized with chickenpox. Oh man, don't you feel like a right nitwit? Yeah, well, yeah, it's very dangerous. How did he avoid chickenpox until then? Uh, Well, his kids are vaccinated. (laughs) His kids are vaccinated, so that's how. Uh, Probably herd immunity because all the other children around him were were vaccinated. Uh, He's he's not an anti-vaxxer per se, but he's against legislation requiring uh, vaccinations, and it's not like. The, the legislation uh, is forcing parents in Italy to to vaccinate their children against their wishes. It just says, okay, if you're you're going to send your kids to a public school, they're going to have they're going to have their vaccines up to date. Uh, yeah, that's perfectly fine. It, it's not you're not holding a gun to anybody's head. I think uh, you're not a very good parent. It's part of good parenting is getting your kids vaccinated. And, and you know. Uh, He's uh, this guy, Massimiliano uh, Federiga, who is the president of Italy's northeastern Friuli Venezia. Venezia. Oh, God, I don't even know if I want to pronounce this. Giulia region <laughs> announced his hospital stay on social media. <laughs> you must be feeling all right, nitwit. <laughs> uh, he's always said that he's in favor of vaccines and uh, to achieve the result is it's necessary to form an alliance with families and not impose them. Well, again, they're not really imposing them. Um, the critics even said I would get chicken pox from my children, not realizing that my children are vaccinated, as I've stated in many interviews, but you got it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then um, shingles will be fun too. Oh, I had that. Uh, a, a very mild case. Uh, at least that's what the doctor told me it was. Uh, it didn't really look very hard. Uh, but actually, there's a, if you look really carefully, there's a scar. Yeah, Frank, whatever. Where are you? <laughs> I heard the meow. Uh, I have a scar from it. Uh, it was a big goose egg on my forehead for a bit. Um, yeah, the yeah, immune I, system. Yeah, it hides in the nerves uh, and yeah. stays there for decades. And uh, it, it comes out. It comes uh, out and does triggered. weird things. Yeah, it's triggered by stress, for instance, or other things. Um, yeah, but to get it that late in life can be life-threatening. You know, when I was a kid, it was no mm. big deal. 
and and but you could can yeah, get yeah it still hurt yeah, it, it, <laughs> uh you can get uh lasting side effects or, or not side effects but uh you know corneal scarring or deafness that kind of thing uh but it never affected me yeah i didn't like it what'd it, you say when I got chicken pox, there was, <clears throat> I had enough issues with eczema and hives, and then to have chicken pox on top of that was really horrible. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in the bathtub. What? Calamine? Trying to keep from... <laughs> oh, from scratching? Calamine bath and baking soda bath, yeah, because... Baking soda, yeah. I, I got them everywhere, literally everywhere, so... It, to keep me from scratching, I, I scratched myself till I was bleeding till when I was asleep anyway. So the bath also helped soothe a bunch of my own scratch marks and wounds from that. No. Yeah. So and, and with the recent uh, measles scare here, uh, there there are clinics that are taking steps to stop the spread of infection and saying if you your kid has uh, measles-like symptoms. You do not come in here. Um, there's an obstetrics and gynecology clinic in Calgary. They decided to ban unvaccinated children from, from its practice uh, last week uh, because of uh, there, where there was a, a confirmed case here in Calgary. Uh, and we talked about it. But last, there's a place they can go? I. Uh, I, yeah, I, I actually don't know where that would be. <laughs> it's, um, I, if it's measles, yeah, you, you better go to eMERGE. To the, yeah, the um, hospital rather than. Yeah, you don't want to go to a clinic. But cl clinics, you know, that's a good place to catch various diseases. Um, so, and, and there are children that are immunocompromised uh, that can't be vaccinated. There you go. Um, so they they were talking saying that they they do, there is an ethical dilemma, but on this uh, doctor Matato uh, said, but on the other hand, we really don't want our office to be a place of exposure, and we don't want to put our patients at risk. Well, yeah, that's and that's a good reason. If your Especially, kids aren't vaccinated, you know that. Well, and there's other kids that are too young to be fully vaccinated or vaccinated. I mean, it does cause lasting damage. Mm -hmm. or death well yeah and you know the doctor like dr como said i've said this too uh he said uh, we know it's that it's just a plane right away and a child could walk through the doors at any moment with measles and that's exactly what happened in in the recent measles case in in alberta it was took unvaccinated kids to thailand got measles came back with it started becoming symptomatic vancouver. on the way back and was it vancouver okay it was vancouver what was the case of in calgary there was a confirmed case but i don't know but that, yeah that one that, like it is only a plane right away so is polio uh <laughs> so are any number of diseases i mean you know the world has shrunk uh where you can reach any part of the globe in in under 24 hours and that's long how come that, that, that's very huh. that's very short time compared to incubation periods yeah I, i'm still disappointed these articles don't bring up sspe 
Yeah, more that's often. one of the unfortunate uh, in, and essentially untreatable uh, illnesses, outcomes, possible outcomes from, from measles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people. It's lethal. Uh, people aren't educated about that at all so this would have been an opportunity to yeah, explain they about why you don't want your children yeah. to get this because obviously parents don't know you're, you're not likely to in the western world we're talking about you're not likely to die from measles but it's not just still... mortality that you worry about there, there are other uh, possible outcomes that are permanent including death yeah. down the road an SSPE, you're going to watch your child die slowly, years yep. after they In got pain, measles. So, yep. mm -hmm. but no, don't worry, there are alternatives to to vaccines. Uh, yeah, this is the infuriating part. Yeah. CBC, this is a CBC story. Stronger action urged against homeopathic products touted as alternatives to vaccines. Um. Well, as a doctor not just said, homeopathic though well yeah yeah uh it's nonsensical to have these products licensed by health canada i, I agree i don't think and i don't think there should be anything that's licensed by health canada that you ingest that hasn't gone through proper clinical trials and, and natural products are given a free pass it just has and to be. People in are some like, why do they get a bottom. DIN number then? Yeah, and it, like vaccines are monitored. They are. It, it, there's not. There's no. There's no drug, no class of drugs, that is more studied than vaccines. Um, and you know, it, if they'd been, if Vioxx had been, uh, uh, monitored as closely as vaccines, the the potential heart conditions would have been found much earlier and and yeah. the drug removed from well not necessarily <clears throat> removed but I, I mean it, it's it could be short-term usage but it all depends on the risk versus benefit uh, I, I like <clears throat> I really like this article because they do talk they're about clear yeah they're pretty clear uh, well, um, the promotion of homeopathic remedies in general can play into common strategies used by anti-vaccination proponents to spread misinformation. Mm -hmm. Dr. Vanita Duby, the City of Toronto's Associate Medical Officer of Health. That misinformation includes false logic that natural things are good and safe, while un yeah. so-called unnatural. Like, how is homeopathy natural? Come on. Uh, the argument that governments promote vaccination because of influence from big pharma, selectively yeah. choosing which scientific papers. Well, that's dumbing it down a little bit. Um, so, yeah, homeo, homeopathy uh, promoted as a safe alternative then contributes to vaccine hesitancy because then they perceive vaccines as not safe, even though... You know, vaccines are prevention. Homeopathy is nothing. Yeah, these no-sodes, uh, this is uh, another quote. Uh, no-sodes are not and never have been approved by Health Canada to be vaccine alternatives. Uh, this but, was in a, on a safety alert issued by, by Health Canada uh, in March, uh, earlier this month. 
no homeopathic products should be promoted as an alternative to vaccines because there are no substitutes for vaccines. So, but, but, so why not crack down on this? Yeah, it says right here too, homeopathy is based on an unproven theory rejected by modern science <laughs> that water can be exposed. Yeah, it's not even, it's, it's not a even a theory. It hasn't even got, it's, it's a crappy hypothesis that hasn't panned out. Um, they it. think water can be exposed to bacteria, viruses, plants, minerals, to retain a memory, even after all traces of substance has been eliminated through dilution, and that this crazy water memory, yeah, even that, though there's no nerve system to retain these memories, um, have they don't have any medical benefit beyond placebo. And in fact, when you get measles, uh, well, they've, they've how, tested how, they these things, right? They can't even right? placebo prevent yeah. diseases. No, like you... they can't. They get no immune response. So yeah. that's that's how they've been shown to be baloney, is that you know you give nosodes, test for an immune response for the, the, the uh, disease which the nosode suppos supposedly prevents you from getting. No immune response. You can't get that from a placebo effect. So Yeah. Yeah. The placebo effect is bullshit. It's not real in the sense that. Uh, well, I, I don't it think it even applies here changes. because. Yeah, if it's you do something, you thing. feel better. Well, if you do something that doesn't prevent disease, you're not. Yeah, it's like if you're not feeling good and you go eat something and you feel better or go for a walk or take a pill and believe that it's helping you. Um, there is no placebo effect for vaccines. You're still going to get the disease whether you yeah. think you are or not. So I don't and what they mean in this case is you're not going to feel any better beyond placebo. Placebos don't treat diseases. This won't either. So <sighs> a long time ago, I learned about I don't the opposite it, well when it was funny when i learned about placebo effect it was taught to us in a in a completely opposite example um people used to believe what witch doctors said so if the witch doctor said you were going to die you might halt, grovel somewhere and not eat or drink for three days and die of thirst but it happened not because of the witch doctor but because of your actions so that's the same thing if you somebody's telling you this will make you feel better but mm -hmm. vaccines aren't going to make you feel no better. They're, they're, they're not they're going to have zero effect on uh, disease prevention false sense of security is not going to protect you yeah. and and no so it's uh, contribute to vaccine hesitancy so that kind of segs into a the formation of a Calgary vaccine hesitancy clinic, and they're aiming to get convince parents to get kids vaccinated. Um, but then they're working against the College of Naturopathic Physicians of British Columbia, where naturopaths are promoting homeopathic alternatives. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to bring that but, up again because we're going to talk. Uh, Tim, uh, uh, Tim Caulfield, who you know from the University of Alberta, wrote a piece uh, on convincing people to do vaccines and they naturopaths get mentioned in there you might want to uh, you have something to say uh, on that there uh, this this uh, clinic has been set up just to combat the whole misinformation about vaccines uh, 
And, you know, it's Bye, a, it's naturopaths. A tough, it's, it's difficult to to convince people. You know, it's uh, one uh, Dr. Cora Constantinescu. There's a Romanian name for you. Um, she's an infectious disease expert and pediatrician. And she's one of the two physicians working in this clinic. She says, I believe when we talk about changing behavior in vaccine hesitant parents, it's not as easy as correcting misinformation. There, there's an emotional gap and trust gap that we as physicians need to bridge in order to elicit this behavioral change. But um, you can thank chiropractors, naturopaths, and people yeah. selling multi-level marketing things like essential oils for, for having sowing this doubt. And uh, how do you, how are they speaking to I, I have what they... I have a feeling that what they're doing is that they're getting uh, family physicians to make referrals to them. Mm-hmm. And if, if they're saying, well, I don't know if I should get my kid, child vaccinated. Okay, well, you could talk to these people over here and they'll tell you, they'll give you the the 411 on, on, uh, uh, on vaccines. Um, so there, there's, uh, you know, they're anti-vax parents believe very firmly that they are acting in the best interest of their children. Uh, it, the, the idea is because they've been lied to, they've been lied to, or they, they buy into conspiracy theory, nonsense. And you know, it's big pharma. They're out to get you, you know, pharmaceutical companies don't make money on vaccines. It's they make money on measles. Yeah, well, that too, right? They they sell the stuff that treats the disease as opposed to you know, but vaccines they they really don't prevent it. And so to to say, well, this is just you know, uh, propaganda by big pharma. It doesn't compute. They they really don't. They actually lose money on vaccines, and and then, but the thing is, in the U.S., they have that. Uh, vaccine court which just adds to VAERS. to the problem <laughs> well yeah, the people VAERS, lie VAERS about the vaccine system. court yeah. too they lie about that too yeah. i yeah. mean you're, you're i'm they, allergic to so many things and there's going to be people allergic to vaccines or vaccine ingredients and yeah they'll get compensated but it's not because there's something in the vaccine that's going to harm harm anyone and yeah other cases where they've tried to prove that it's the vaccine when actually getting sick would have caused the same issue because of the way their immune system works too so but because they can prove the kid got the vaccine and not sick at that time it, they have some weird immune system issues that well the, stuff the, happens the problem they have the, that the the vaccine court uh presents is that the conspiracy theorists can point to it and say see this proves that the vaccines, vaccines are harmful, children. but they they but that, don't look at the case by case basis, no. and they actually lie about VAERS as well. In fact, there were campaigns not too long ago to make false reports to make those stats go up. Hmm. So, well, uh, yeah, get, there was a concerted effort. If you get hit, if you get a vaccine, child gets a vaccine and gets hit by a bus the next day, that can go into VAERS. Mm-hmm. It, the the, the yep. death or harm does not have to have anything to do with the vaccine to go into VAERS. It's just a, you know, it's a reporting system. And it's anyone an can report, system. anyone can put a false report in and then yeah. VAERS has to investigate this waste their time. 
but yeah so I, I think this is a good proactive approach to uh to to parents who are hesitant to vaccinate their children and if they're still willing to talk to doctors that's good yeah i hope so and may, hopefully some minds will be changed and children will be protected protected i wonder uh, how they're gonna there's two that? of them i wonder how busy they are and how yeah i yeah. wouldn't want to be in their shoes but so good on them well you have to say the same things over and over again <laughs> and, and face angry scared conspiracies and yeah it doesn't cause autism people it doesn't cause anything okay um uh, <laughs> And Tim Caulfield wrote a piece, uh, Stopping the Spread of Anti-Vax Myths. And he, he thinks there's no quick fix. And probably true. Um, I do like some of, uh, some of the stuff that he wrote here. I uh, like Tim Caulfield. I like his writing anyways. So. Yeah. Let's be crystal clear. There is absolutely no credible ev evidence, zero zilch zip, to support the most popular anti-vax myths including the data that uh, the idea that vaccines cause autism or that vaccines can overload a child's Im immune system in fact many of these myths aren't even scientifically plausible for example a child is exposed to thousands of antigens that stimulate the immune system from the time they are born actually before they are born <laughs> the the, the uh, uh, exiting the uterus is actually putting on a much larger biological load than giving all the vaccines at once but anyway, uh, from the time they are born, and so, as such, there is no reason to think that multiple vaccines can overload the immune system. Still, these myths persist and can have a real impact on vaccine, vaccination intentions. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he talks about the government vaccination, vaccine compensation payouts prove autism link, which, of course, yeah. we just talked about. There, there's no, there, there's no, uh, it's post hoc or go propter hoc, you know, like, my kid became autistic after getting vaccines, therefore vaccines cause it. No, that's well, not logical. They happened to get vaccinated just when... Yeah, it, at the time. It, the, just the, when the, yeah, it shows became, up. Yeah, but an expert would actually be able to, to see, an expert in autism would, would see tra traces of it before. before. Yeah, long before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, there, no, it's particularly the... funny is the claim that autism is is something new. Um, <laughs> yeah, there weren't diagnoses in the past. Well, I, I like yeah, this argument about true. it. Well, you know, we never named or discovered, you know, Mount Everest until this date, apparently. But I'm pretty sure it existed before that date. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh... He writes, fighting anti-vax noise will be an ongoing battle that will likely require the utilization of several strategies. I'm getting tongue-tied today. There is some yeah, evidence well. that using credible information to emphasize the potential consequences of not vaccinating your child can have an impact, particularly if this is doing, done using creative communication strategies, such as pictures and stories. <laughs> Uh, that that speak to the concerns of parents. So, in other words, show your show the parents what measles looks like. Yeah, uh, but from a kid that has some anti-vaxxers have an argument that's fear-mongering. Yeah, 
Yeah. But, and and this, <laughs> so... won't, this won't happen to your kid if you use my oils. So yeah. your kid won't get yeah. measles. So you don't have to be scared of it. The you whole don't, point. They fear monger. It's not that, it's not that bad. Measles is not that bad anyways. Fear, fear, fear mongering, mongering is not nothing. a problem because that's the whole point of vaccinating children. You fear getting the actual disease. Yeah. Fear mongering. But they... They'll, they will say Good. they're not that dangerous. So yeah. the fear mongering does not work on those anti-vaxxers. They'll just scoff it off. And well, A, it's not that bad. And B, of these oils will keep keep them Jeez. away from me. So the fear mongering doesn't work on them. Well, that I think that at that point you go to the how do you know strategy, right? Like, how do you know? Because my works? naturopath told me. Yeah, well, trusting a... The naturopath knows history better than you. Trusting a, somebody I wouldn't... <laughs> You're the sure. liar. I wouldn't trust a naturopath to sit the right way in a toilet seat, so... But you know how they're miseducated. These yeah. people don't, so... Yeah, well, they get as much training as a medical doctor. Uh, hmm. No, they learn this... Because we, we learn... We take science classes, too, yeah. The, the difference is, is that med students took those classes before they became med students. <laughs> They're learning about medicine when they're in, in med school. It's a prerequisite. And some of the stuff that you learn is just plain bullshit. Mm -hmm. So you're mixing science with, this is the dangerous thing, right? Mixing science with, with, with mythology. Uh, yeah. You know, the myth that herbs, uh, you know, it's, it's an appeal to tradition. You know, it's old knowledge, therefore it's really good and like, yeah, because we lived so uh, nice long try. way back when. That's, yeah, no kidding. We lived to less than 30 years old. Mm, it was wonderful, apparently. Died of things like uh, dental disease. Excruciating. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine dying from, from that. It would be excruciating pain. Uh, in addition, highlighting the scientific consensus, the value of herd immunity, and the lack of credibility to, of the myth spinners can also have an impact, which is what we normally do skeptics do perhaps more important we need to take even the most bizarre anti-vax rumors and conspiracy theories seriously and strive to quiet to quickly counter them with good clear and trustworthy information there is some Try. evidence that responding rapidly with compelling and shareable content that is fighting fire with science-informed fire can help to slow the spread of misinformation and pseudoscience yeah, I try to get the fence sitters sometimes, so. Yeah. You're not going to convince somebody who's profiting off of fear-mongering about vaccines. That's allowed, ironically, but yeah. to fear-monger about the disease, that's not allowed in the anti-vax world. So, it's very profitable to scare people about vaccines. And Yeah. Yeah, well, naturopathy and homeopathy, that's big business, too. Billions you know, of dollars, yet, yeah. oh, no, no, they're the Can't friendly trust big little pharma. cute. Yeah, Big Pharma's the big, ugly monster. Pharma. These guys are the cute little bunnies over here. The problem is that uh, Big Pharma has shot themselves in the feet occasionally and, huh. uh, you know, contributed to this distrust. Yeah. But... We've proven over and over again that modern medicine isn't all bullshit. However, naturopathy is. Yeah, it's nonsense. Homeopathy. So, well, to be honest, herbs, and... there's something to some herbs. There's no question. I mean, uh, chamomile tea, it does have a sedative in it. 
Uh, well, you're not going to take it before control. you have a surgery. What you need is a controlled amount, knowing mm. the exact properties, yeah. Yeah. taking out the things that are going to hurt you. I mean, willow bark works too, but it'll, you know, Rock burn a hole stomach. in your stomach. Yeah. yeah. It'll take some pain away, but in the end, it'll cause worse. However, we took the properties, tweaked it a bit, and now we have a painkiller called uh, aspirin. And it works quite effectively without burning a hole in your stomach. Yeah. We tweaked it a little little with chemistry, so it's no longer natural, but it won't burn a hole in your stomach. Yeah. Um, I've got one last story here. Uh, uh, The results of a poll, this is from CBC News. Uh, Alberta's publicly funded hospitals should be required to allow assisted dying, the poll says. Uh, Yeah. I'm not a... I, when I put the post up on the Facebook page, I, I said I'm not a big fan of polls when it comes to rights because rights should be granted uh, regardless of their popularity. Public, popular opinion, yeah. And, but this does serve one thing. It, it's, it, cre- it might create an impetus for not... So, so if, if, if the society has... A, a will for this then that can translate into a political will and can change the heck of that Cats. I like how they point out here politically UCP supporters were least likely to support the idea of requiring the service because you know but even those reli- were, were pretty high too it wasn't like a huge yeah. difference it was still 70% of Respond versus 87. Yeah, yeah, it's still pretty high. It's it significant, actually. but it's still high. And, and it's so not 40. Yeah, mind you, this this is an online poll, which is the worst yeah, kind self-selected kind of thing. And so it's you have to yeah, take it yeah, here it is. Religious affiliation also affected responses. So, oh, of course, oddly, <laughs> oddly enough. Catholics were higher than we're Protestants. Protestants and other <laughs> okay. Christians, whatever Weird. those are. No religious affiliation. Yeah, eighty-six percent. Well, yeah, because we're not. And do you, that's ca- even higher than NDP supporters. They were at eighty-eight. Yeah. And uh, it's you know we're not shackled by dogma. We actually have to mm-hmm. think about our ethics and and you know the how best- I want to die. Yeah, well, I, I've I've seen firsthand uh, what you know at the time was the only option was uh, voluntary withdrawal from food and water, and I'm I'm not going. My own grandma did that. Nope, 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 nope. Not going out that way. Her her organs were shutting down and everything, but the way to go quicker is yeah. just not take it, anything it's just out. A, but I don't want to go like that. I'm sorry. Uh, I saw somebody had a party. At his dying with dignity. Oh yeah, that I should have put that story up here. It, it was an interesting yeah. story that he went out with a party. That's that's. I an want awesome to do story. that. I don't want to starve to death or die of thirst. I want to do that. Yeah, he was wearing his Calgary Flames. Uh, uh, and, and people and... people actually found it better than you know watching someone waste away in a hospital for yeah. some odd reason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't want it. Don't ask for it, but don't yeah, but tell they, other people they can't have it. Well, and they lie. They say, "Oh, this is going to be forced on us. We're going to be forced to have this yeah. party." No, the no, death sorry, panels. no. 
The, the stupid oh my death panels. My God, that's just like, yeah. oh. Stop lying to each other about this crap. If you don't want it, don't yeah. do it. Don't get a gay marriage. Don't, you know, don't have a child out of wedlock. Yeah. Leave everybody else alone, though. Screw off. Yeah. It's it's legislating morality and legislating... Uh, uh, immorality, in my mind. They're more yeah, a bunch of assholes making people suffer. I mean, it, it never works anyway. I mean, if you look at the the uh, reasons behind prohibition in the U.S., uh, you know, there was to stop family breakups and public drunkenness, and it worked for a little while until. But then people it, found a way. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they not only did the deaths due to improperly uh, produced alcohol. You know, go up and blindness of course etc in insanity as well mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. deaths due to uh ethanol poisoning went up too uh, it's like that's not how you address addiction yeah. people find a way if you take yep. this away they'll go do this that that's well, not it, how you treat addiction it makes it attractive it makes it you know it's yeah, even more taboo yeah, yeah exactly so you so you feel like uh, it feels good to break you know taboos sometimes and yeah and then you'll get more people addicted great this is the idea. opposite way you should treat addiction yeah but if you listen to, to catholic priests uh they're like oh no you can't you can't you don't have the right to self-determination because god well not everybody believes in your stupid god and, and, and yeah fucked up and obviously it's not working and people you know the and people are saying well it's either having good palliative care or it's having uh, 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 the, these uh, the, the euthanasia. it's care. not true it's not an either or situation the best no. the countries with the best palliative care in the world also have uh, medical assisted dying mm -hmm. so suck it am I <laughs> what when when is this stuff finally going to go away and people can just be who they are and what get what they need <clears throat> Well, society changes. There's always going to be something. I mean, it's like we're dealing with technologies that couldn't have been foreseen long ago. I mean, what does the Bible have to do with stem cell research? Like, it, it's beyond those people, the people that wrote the Bible's imagination. I mean, like, way beyond. So, mm -hmm. but trying to shoehorn in a, a Bronze Age zeitgeist, you know, like a Bronze Age ethical system that sucks to begin with into modern really era can't work and can only be a big problem and instead oh, we're not going to do any stem cell research because we're killing babies no you're no, not killing not. babies baby, <laughs> fetus is not a baby get over it hmm. you know it, and so it it set back stem cell research. And there's more the than United one States, way to get it, stem cells. Jeez, yeah, you can get them out of the placenta are. for at, crying at, out loud. Yeah. So. And even, there's even adult stem cells you can revert. Play with. Uh, mm -hmm. Back to stem cell shade. Biotechnology is amazing. It needs to stop Very being squelched. Yeah, I mean, we're playing God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, so. <laughs> we're applying our learning. Yeah. And saving lives. Oh, that's so bad. Instead, you'd rather everybody yeah. suffer and die. Great. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. As God intended. Hmm. This God is the son of a bitch. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's 
one thing to deny the existence of a God. It has nothing to do with how I feel about that God. Okay, if that God existed, it, it would have it some explaining to do. Yeah, uh, if that's I'll, the result of this God. I wouldn't worship God. it. I certainly wouldn't worship such a monster. I mean, it's 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 not a loving now, God. It now, can't be. Now, my God, if my God existed, it would be a good God. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, have you ever had the argument, somebody saying, oh, you just want to be your own God? I'm like, I'm not what a the God, hell sorry. does that I made mean? a lot of mistakes in my life, so a, yeah. I'm, I'd be a pretty shitty God. Yeah, it's... So that's not how I imagine God, sorry. I just love tweaking the noses on Twitter. <laughs> I, 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 uh, it was a... Was it Answers in Genesis? I can't remember. One of those gospel things, and it said, uh, whose word makes you tremble? And I said, my wife's. <laughs> she thought it was funny. Uh, it's like, oh my Why man, do you just, need you just, a word to make you tremble? Can't you, you know how to yeah. be good? They just set these things up like just way too easy. They they need threats to be yeah. Like, how is being. that? How is that being moral? Uh, of, you know, basically ticking off a checklist and doing things because you either fear punishment or want a reward. Where's the where's the morality in that? It, it's, yeah. it doesn't make sense. But you know, obeying God is is always is a virtue. And I'm like, nah. So God could tell you to go murder a bunch of people, and you'd be okay with that. Well, right? in the Bible, God tells people to kill people and children and babies yeah. and their own kids. Well, and right. you get people like William Lane Craig who actually make arguments that that was actually it was actually a good thing because it didn't get grow up to be uh, heathens. Um, I can't remember what the word he used, but I'm like, you fucking bastard. You're actually you're actually justifying killing of children. <laughs> fucking bastard. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's, well, it's, they, it's such a they justify killing of children, molesting of children. <laughs> and then these guys are so moral. Oh, I'm sorry. Craig a... is not a great thinker. He's He's really very well, it, it doesn't help that he's shackled by the requirement for for his belief system to be, be, you know, like God is good. You have to justify it. So you have to torture logic to get to that because, the, you know, pro it's impossible. There's no way a good God can exist, an all good God, in the face of Amazing. the problem of evil. It's impossible. Either either God set it up to be, uh, you know, natural disasters, or just can't be bothered to prevent them. Well, which is it? It doesn't matter. Well, no, really these people did something to cause it, like let gay people get married. <laughs> oh yeah, that, so you're that, getting that's Ray, Ray Comfort. You know, like all the fires that happen every freaking year in California. <laughs> But apparently, it's punishing them. Apparently, it's in celebration of gay, of gay people. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, so these people cannot problem solve. The, the, it doesn't even make sense. Why? Why? Why be so inaccurate with your wrath? <laughs> you know, it's like that. Why can't it be like that picture with the lightning? Uh, you know, like a couple of six bolts saying, uh, "Fuck those six fish." 
<laughs> in the water that where the lightning's striking. Those ones were looking at that? me wrong. Yeah, why can't uh, God's wrath be uh, precise and accurate? He has to resort to wildfires, which just to destroy Kill wildlife. Kill innocent animals and trees and everything it doesn't else. Make sense. I, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting what for, did those animals do? I'm waiting for Ray Comfort's new anti-choice uh, movie to come out for free. I'm not going to mm. pay twenty bucks for it. Give me a, give me a break. And I'm yeah. gonna, I'll have a look at it, and it's, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be Bible says this. You know the Bible says these. Uh, it's you're a sinner. Um, you know the Bible says a lot of shit. <laughs> why, why do you take it as authoritative? In fact, we know that it's not authoritative. To. Yeah, but like, he was too. And that murder is wrong. Am I doing it okay? Am I doing an okay New Zealand version of Ray? I haven't listened to him I enough to. I, I, I definitely will take a look at that when it comes out because I'm curious. I know it's not going to be challenging. I mean, give me a break. I I, I stopped yeah. reading uh, uh, Christian apologetics because I was just getting more and more angry as I as I was reading this stuff. Because I yeah. can't, I can't abide stupid reasoning. I just can't. It, <laughs> My brain it gonna, hurts. You're gonna t try to convince me that your reasoning is uh, good and 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 convincing. Then reason. <laughs> These people don't yeah. reason. They they. It's you know to be fair they they don't have the position of being correct. <laughs> So it's really hard to do that without resorting to logical fallacies. <laughs> but it's impossible. You cannot get to God except through logic fallacies. So I get, you know, when I read uh, Ravi Zacharias's uh, uh, the end of the end of reason, and mm. you know, I just laughed. There was there were parts of the book where I absolutely laughed out loud because. Uh, one chapter or a subchapter was titled Atheism was the cause of my suicide attempt. Okay. Uh, so you're saying that you are such a simple human that you can distill your uh, this this event down to a single factor. I mean, wow. And and why aren't atheists all over the world killing themselves? Yep. Norway doesn't have a very high rate of suicide compared to some other countries. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So, you know, when you got to shake a head at that, that kind of illogic and, and bad, you know, like you, you can't, like in this case, you, you go to the general population of atheists and, well, yeah, atheists <laughs> aren't killing themselves. You know, some do. Mm -hmm. So do some Christians. I mean, what's your point? Does uh, do Christians not kill themselves somehow? Is that a well? A if you look at the rates suicide? of suicide, you won't find it so much higher around amongst atheists. It's not going to be like ninety percent versus. I, I very much doubt it is. It'd be interesting to see the numbers, but I, I don't think it's any any different than any uh, any other group. Yeah. You know, it's it's just. Uh, the one that really angered me was the, the making of an atheist, and it was basically all atheists have daddy issues, and we deny the existence of God because we had didn't have a good father figure. And bef before the book came out, I said, okay, if that's your hypothesis, this is what I expect to see 
I expect to see properly randomized data <laughs> from not uh, from uh, atheists and from non-atheists. And of course, n didn't get that at all. You get a bunch of cherry-picked uh, atheists who had issues with their fathers and there's a lot of atheists out there who have no problems with their fathers they had great family life how do you explain like, them like christine stupidity it's just stupidity it it's they think they're being profound but they're just being stupid they're not stupid people i'm not saying that i'm just saying they're being stupid well, the Dunning-Kruger effect, the less you actually know well, about well, this, the subject. Then. The guy that wrote The Making of an Atheist supposedly is a, th a philosopher at, uh, oh, I can't remember the university. Uh, Doesn't mean he knows anything about lane? families. Situations and well, he didn't rates even, of suicide. He didn't even look up rates of suicide. So it, it was it was just so badly set up to demonstrate his hypothesis that I couldn't even finish the book. It was <laughs> it, it had no control group, no proper randomization. I mean, all these things I expect and and actually demand. If you're going to say here's my hypothesis, I I want you to accept it. Well, yeah, you gotta give me a reason. Learn good reason. Scientific. What did he take? Philosophy, so he didn't yeah, learn philosophy. the scientific method. And it's not even good philosophy. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. Bible school philosophy. philosophy. Yeah, it was pretty fluffy. Uh, <laughs> not very. Those, Bibles, not those Bible colleges are so uh, you know. I should. Uh, we should have. Um, uh, ugh, now I'm forgetting names. Uh, <laughs> A friend of ours. Uh, damn it. Some. I uh, used to be William Lane Craig's student, actually. Oh no way! Well, John Loftus. There we go. Why All right. Oh. Um... And uh, have him on. And I want to talk a little bit about that kind of thing. Be, and he's got a new book coming up, and I'm really interested, and I want him to talk about that. So maybe yeah. I'll, I'll give him a shout, a shout, and have him on. And, yeah, he's uh, pretty interesting. Oh yeah, I, lo I love the guy. Good beard, buddy. <laughs> and he traveled with a theist and had to put up oh, with them every yeah. he can't day stand constant. Randall Rouser now. He yeah. just cannot stand him. They, he, it, it, it just, you could see, I could I see him on, on stage getting more and more visibly red at the just sheer inanity of this guy's arguments. Poor yeah. John. <laughs> yeah, I had what couple of hours experience with the whole thing and he had weeks yeah over and over hours wasn't right oh, the, oh the my arguments God. were so bad it was the number some mathematicians think the number seven exists even without a human mind and i'm like no <laughs> the number seven is a, is a well, if we're human talking construct. about the idea it's a totally human construct this is yeah, the universe so doesn't how care we that there are time. seven apples Nobody, here. It, how we measure time, no other being anywhere else will measure time the way we do because they don't have our sun and our planet and our... Right. So... Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, I, I, I think we'll leave it for, for tonight and uh, apologize again for the audio issues. Uh, I think until I find a fix around the XSplit uh, freezing my computer I'm going to have to keep the web sites off of 
XSplit. It's something to do with showing the uh, the actual web pages, and I don't get it. I don't. It's understand. too bad. But yeah, you can still make them part of the YouTube. This. Can you still make them part of the YouTube video though? Yeah, it's, yeah it's more that's more work. A huge amount of work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Top, I, I tried links. that once, and I, I said never again. <laughs> It's a huge yeah. one. So I will, but I I may update the audio on on the YouTube, just to that that's hard enough because I got to pull it off of YouTube and then it's not terribly hard, but it's just an extra bunch of work. The audio, there's no Thank issues with the audio. Doing all that work. Recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish uh, I wish I had a production crew, but there's no way you guys can can help out it's just no way to do especially it especially during election time <laughs> well yeah i mean it has to it has to originate from from this this computer because i get all the have everything oh, yeah. but no, it's fun they're... it's it's fun when it's not frustrating i mean when the, when the computer <laughs> freezes that's frustrating but but I, I i love you know how how things are running now and it's a lot of fun to uh for, for some reason, I can't get the YouTube chat on here, but I'll, I'll check into that too. But it's this this Stream Deck, this thing here. This uh, I can't. Oh, here it is. This thing <laughs> makes life so much easier. It's it's hooked up. Anyway, this makes life. This makes this whole thing happen. Actually, just push a button, and it does everything. It's fantastic good and it's best 200 bucks I ever spent <laughs> but anyway uh i think that's it uh close it up All say right. good night good. i don't know where chris was she was supposed to be here. Uh, i don't know yeah good night everybody good night good night kitties you've been listening to the legion of reason diversion coming to you from alberta canada if you enjoyed this episode consider subscribing to our bi-weekly podcast on itunes and other podcatchers even better, subscribe to our YouTube live sessions where you can join in on the discussion. Thanks for giving us a listen. Music and other sound effects under license from audioblocks.com.